0: Welcome to Rama for Today Radio.
1: Wigglesworth was a great man of faith. Smith Wigglesworth, another English preacher. And he always carried his Bible or his Testament. He said, I never considered myself thoroughly dressed unless I got my Bible or my Testament in my pocket. He considered himself undressed. Just shouldn't go out without his shoes on as without his Bible or his Testament. And he stayed in, in his day uh, in a lot of people's homes traveling all over the world. And people said he'd always, after every meal, even if he was in a restaurant or in a cafe, you see, after every meal, after he'd, he'd eaten, he'd always push back from the table and get his testament Said, well, we've fed the body, let's feed the inward man. And he'd start reading.
0: You're listening to Rema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue with more from the message series by Kenneth E. Hagan, Mountain Moving Faith. Stay tuned. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on how you can get this week's special offer. Right now, let's listen to Kenneth E. Hagan's message.
1: Now, George Muller said, and George Muller was a man of faith, he, he founded the Bristol Orphanage there in England many years ago. And it was just strictly a faith project. He didn't have any church. He wasn't pastor. He couldn't take up any offerings to help support these orphan children. Now, he, uh, he eventually wound up with 2,500, as many as 2,500 offerings in his home. Well, now, he was solely responsible to believe God for the food to feed 2,500 children, clothing to clothe 2,500 children, buildings to house 2,500 children, the money to pay the salaries and the upkeep of of, of all the attendance that it took to see after 2,500 children. And in his lifetime, like I said, he didn't have any church, didn't have any mailing list that he could send out and tell people about what he doing. No radios in those days. So he just simply had to believe God and, and not even, you know, able to publish about uh, Well, of course, the word just get out by word of mouth to someone else. But as far as him being able to publish what he's doing and solicit people's interest in prayers, and so he just had to believe God. In his lifetime, he prayed in $7,500,000. Now, that doesn't sound too big in these days of inflation, but that was a lot of money in those days. That would be uh, at least, uh, like $30 million or $35 million today, you know. And Mueller said this. He wrote this. Now, when he was 93 years old, he wrote these words in his journal. He said, when I first started praying and believing God, you know, exercising His faith, using His measure of faith, it took all the faith I had to believe God for, in our money, American money, about a dollar. But after feeding my faith daily on the Word of God, he said, I always begin the day by reading God's Word, feeding on it, not just reading it, feeding on it. For every ever ate breakfast, you see for ever fed his body. Wigglesworth was a great man of faith. Smith Wigglesworth, another English preacher. And he always carried his Bible or his Testament with him. He said, I never considered myself thoroughly dressed unless I got my Bible or my Testament in my pocket. He considered himself undressed. just shouldn't go out without his shoes on as without his Bible or his Testament. And he stayed in, in his day uh, in a lot of people's homes, traveling all over the world. And people said he'd always, after every meal, even if he was in a restaurant or in a cafe, you see, after every meal, after he'd eaten, he'd always push back from the table and get his testament and said, well, we've fed the body, let's feed the inward man. And he'd start reading. And he'd read something about faith. Usually wind up giving him a little faith message. Praise the Lord. F.F. Bosworth said, Most Christians will feed their bodies three hot meals a day, their spirit one cold snack a week, and wonder why they're so weak in faith. Well, if you just ate one cold snack a week physically, you'd grow weak physically too, wouldn't you? See? No, God's Word is faith food. I like to put it that way. God's Word is faith food. See, a lot of times people are praying, Oh, God, give me faith and paying no attention at all to the main means that he's put in their hands to produce faith. Well, you see, God can't answer that prayer because in a sense he's already answered it. He's already told you in his word, Romans 10, 17, So then faith cometh. So then faith cometh. If we can just find out how it comes, we got it made. Well, how? By hearing. By praying? No. By hearing and hearing by the word of God. Hallelujah. So then, you see, God demands faith of us. Sure he does. He says in, in Hebrews eleven six. 6, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh unto God must believe that he is. That he is a reward of them that diligently seek him. Well, you see, if God demanded of us that we have faith, when it's impossible for us to have faith, we'd have a right to challenge his justice. But if he places in our hands the means whereby faith can be produced, then the responsibility is up to us whether we have faith or not. And he's given us his word. And he tells us, so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. God's word is faith food. Now, you have a measure of faith. Now start using that measure of faith by feeding it on God's word and then exercising it. So George Muller said, When I first started praying, believing God, it took all the faith I had to believe God for a dollar. In American money, about a dollar. But he said, after feeding my faith daily on God's word for 50 years and exercising my faith daily for 50 years, after 50 years, I could believe God for one million dollars just as easily as I could for a dollar 50 years before. Hallelujah. Well, he had what Wigglesworth called an ever-increasing faith then, didn't he? He had what Paul said to the Thessalonians, a growing faith. Now, you see, the trouble with a lot of folks is they want to start out at the million dollar mark. And because that don't work for them, they give the whole thing in their stupidity. And that's really being stupid. Are you hearing me? No, you start out where you are. You know, nobody climbs a ladder starting on the top rung. You've got to start on the bottom rung and climb up if you're going to climb the ladder. Spiritual things. Very often you see or just, the, the Bible teaches that Jesus took natural things to explain spiritual things you know. And that's the thing that defeats a lot of people a lot of times is that they'll try to believe beyond their measure of faith because someone else has fed more on God's Word and exercised their faith more. It's not that God gave them faith more faith than the other one did. They had the same measure to begin with that the others had, see. But they've exercised it and fed their faith. And it's grown. And they could believe God for more well, someone else, they tries to start where the other person, the other, other words, like somebody said, well, I believe I'll start, you know, right where, right where Muller was. Well, he didn't start there. He got there at 93 years of age. He started back on the bottom row. He started on the dollar and kept climbing until he got to the million dollar mark. I can remember in my own life, it took all the faith I had to believe God for $150 a week. I mean, that's the truth. That's the truth. And I, I just pared everything off of my budget I could. Just, just got it pared right down to a bare minimum. And, and it took everything I had to believe God for $150. Took all the faith I had. But after feeding my faith through the years and using my faith, although I, I could believe God today for $10,000, just as easy as it could $150 20 years ago. Amen. That's absolutely the truth. Absolutely the truth. In fact, I believe it's really a little easier on the $10,000 than it was on the hundred and fifty. dollars But now, if I'd tried 20 years ago to believe God for $10,000, I'd fell flat on the face. My faith wasn't up there. Are you following me now? And that's the thing that defeats a lot of people is that they'll try because they hear faith taught, and I try to make it as plain as I can. But they'll try to start up here on the top of the ladder about halfway hey, up on the ladder when they're not up there yet. And then it won't work. Naturally, it won't work. And when it doesn't work, well, then they give up the whole thing and say, well, that doesn't work. I tried that and that don't work. That faith just don't work. Nothing to that, you know. Well, that's not true. So you begin where you are. Hallelujah. And exercise your faith where you are and feed it, and exercise it, and it'll grow, and you can believe God for more, and more, and more, and more, and more. Hallelujah. And after a while, you'll believe God for things that you never even thought you could. I mean, beyond your, even your wildest imagination right at the moment. It, and it'll be just as easy as it is to believe God for something little today. I think we make a mistake very often. I, uh, uh, and we shouldn't criticize people because they don't believe for as much as we can see belongs to them. But we certainly have to preach it to folks so they can get started, you know. But I remember the last church I pastored, we had a lady in our church that was facing major surgery. Well, I knew, of course, that God's best for her and God's perfect will for her is that she be healed by the power of God and not have to undergo this surgery. And so I kept talking to her and reading God's word to her and praying with her, you see, and trying to, to raise her faith to the same level my faith was and, and to where God wanted it to be. And, and I just saw over a period of time I just wasn't making it. So I said to her one day, now I've done my best to get, your, your, to get you to agree with me. You know, the Bible said if two of you on earth shall agree as touching anything they ask, it shall be done. Well, that means if they don't agree, it won't be done. So, you see, you and not going to uh, uh, get somebody healed, and, and you believing that they receive the healing, and them believing they don't receive it. There's no agreement there. See, a lot of times people have thought, well, now, if you've got enough faith, if somebody just had enough faith, well, they could believe God, and I'd just get healed whether I believe or whether I don't. But well, why didn't Jesus go ahead and do that down there? And there's what we looked at last night there in Mark, the sixth chapter, and the fifth verse says, And he could there do no mighty work. Then say wouldn't. Said he couldn't. Savior laid his hands on a few. How come he just got a few sick folk healed in Nazareth? Why didn't he just go ahead and believe God for him anyhow? Wasn't he a man of faith? Next verse says that he marveled at their unbelief. He couldn't. His faith couldn't override their unbelief. Mark the sixth chapter, fifth and sixth verses. Read that for yourself. And you'll see it. It's there. See. Well, you need to think you're going to do something Jesus couldn't do, because if you can go beyond Him, then we ought to be following you instead of Jesus. Well, I've run into a few that thought they could go beyond Him, but it didn't take you long to see that they're lying. because you knew the word to begin with.
0: You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. This month, we're offering the paperback book by Kenneth E. Hagan, Mountain Moving Faith, plus the four mini-seasonal faith devotional books, all five resources are yours for just nineteen ninety-five. dollars Call now to get this very special offer, 1-888-FAITH-99. Strengthen your faith and grow. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Start your new year off right. Don't delay. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or, if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at RHEMA.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan.
1: We have opened a satellite church That's over right. in Oklahoma City area. Yes. Actually, now we, we're temporarily located in the uh, Walnut Creek Chapel. It's a wedding chapel that uh-huh. we're using uh, to meet on. And, and it's at uh, 7840 Northwest 122nd Street uh, in Oklahoma City. And it's at Sunday night at 6 p.m. 6 p.m. Right. Or you can go to Rainbow Bible Church uh, OKC.com and find out more information. Yes. So, uh, hey, we want to invite you, if you're in that area, come on out and We're see us. We're excited about the church. excited about the church. It's, yes. it's good. Uh, you'll enjoy it. Come on out and be with us.
0: Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we continue to strengthen our faith with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagan, Mountain Moving Faith. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.